Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now it's what it's all about scout It's what it's all about. Sounds what it's all about. Sounds what it's all about. All right, welcome to another episode of Two Scout Geeks. My name is Joey Galvez, and I'm here with my buddy John. How's it going, dude? It's going really good. It's been another wonderful week, and we are here to bring everybody two new amazing books. John. I know I do this a little different, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to ask you, can you tell everybody what books we're going to be talking about this week? We're going to be talking about Smoketown that we just found out last week is in development. And we're also going to be talking about a title coming out in February, By the Horns. Awesome, awesome. These two books are so fantastic. I'm excited about them. Super cool news that we found out from Brandon himself, the, the, the CEO of Scout. That Smoketown is in production. If if not in production, it's on its way. So uh, amazing, dude! That's really cool news. And then uh, by the horns, but but this week is a little special because we're talking about by the horns, and we have co-creator of by the horns, Marcus Nasso, on the show today. That's going to be at the end of the episode. So make sure you stick around for that because we're going to have a really great conversation with him. Yeah. And I think that's the most hype part I've got about it is I am excited for that series. Yeah, dude, you have been so excited for this series. You keep telling me, dude, we need to have these creators on this last yeah. week. I kind of dropped the ball and I was like, Ooh, dude, I don't have anybody, uh, you know, scheduled. Can do you know anybody? And you're like, I know the the exact person. And you reached out to Marcus on for us. I think for us also, it's going to become a thing where we're going to have the <laughs> issue where we may not have enough weeks to add all the creators because the amount of books we now know that are coming from Scout oh, yeah. is piling up, oh, and yeah. it's like. <laughs> I don't know if we have time. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to start scheduling out uh, past past uh, what we've been doing to because we have, I think, January and February and March are going to be amazing for Scout, dude. Super, super cool, man. Yeah. I'm excited. I I, I think I'm, I'm going to say it now. I think one of the ones we got to have on pretty soon is uh, is how oh, I might I. I guess a couple. I think for me, we got to get the creator uh, as soon as the sixth issue drops. We got to bring on the creator of Yasmin. I think oh, that's yeah. the other one I've bothered yeah. you about a lot. Yeah, because because it's gonna finish up. We I think we already talked about Yasmin on the show. We talked about it. Yeah, we've talked about the first issue. We have not had the creator on. So no. Yeah, man, super cool. But guess what? This last week, you know what dropped, man? Do you know what a dropped? Dropped. You don't do you know? know which one? Which Dude, Soulstream dropped. 
Ah, yes. That one that was another one that we were so excited about and that we've been pushing so much. Uh it finally dropped and how amazing is it? My books are on the way. Uh they still you know, sometimes it takes a little while because you know when they're coming from from uh the places that I order from, yeah, the mail's are going a little slow right now, but mine are on the yeah, way. Yeah. I got the the I got Cora's Cora Sweeney's cover and I got the regular cover. Super You know cool. what? Speaking of that, I'll do a quick shout out. So we have the signed first issue, Holy. but the variant cover. Wow. And so down in the quarter is her signature. That's awesome. We also got a print of one of the characters from the comic. Wow. That's awesome. And then she sent uh, more cards, which at this point, I think we've got like five sets of cards. That's awesome. <laughs> and then a little postcard about her. Uh, with the same character. And, and I love this one because she actually recently shared this one. Yeah. And it was an update kind of on her art too because mm-hmm. if you can tell, like, that's yeah. more of a, uh, like, more progressed version of her art because I said the yeah. more and more we've seen from Soulstream, the more and more you're seeing her art progress. And I think that's awesome to see, especially as a young creator, how we're kind of, uh, as we've started following it since it's been announced, watching her as an artist uh, and a creator just progress fantastic all right you know what john i think we've talked a lot let's talk about actual books yeah let's do that let's talk about smoketown so smoketown is uh i think one now we're very hyped for um yes because we now know where it's going but it's written by philip kennedy johnson the artist is scott van domlin comes the first and interconnecting series of chapters in the tradition of David Lapon's Stray Bullets, Brubaker Phillips' Criminal, and Pulp Fiction. Each chapter explores the final days of a murdered soldier from a new perspective, each one exposing the criminal side of a small industrial Pennsylvania town. In chapter one, killing Marcus, After a life uh, or death situation, a battered wife and mother has until sunrise to cover up her husband's murder, not knowing what her actions have set her up for a confrontation with some even more dangerous people. Whoa, this first issue was fantastic. It felt like I was watching a TV show unravel right in front of me. The story kept me pulled in and, and yes. I just, I liked it a whole lot, dude. This was this, uh, no wonder why, why this one is in, in a development. Super cool, man. Uh, what were yeah. your first impressions? Well, when I first read this one, I loved it. Smoketown is actually a fantastic series and it's, I don't know, it's, we're seeing it more from Scout where it's very much more an emotional story than it is necessarily yeah. what the story is fully about. It mm-hmm. dives into different factors and everything, different perspectives of what everything and how it affects certain people. And it's just one of those stories that draws you in with that. Like you just have to keep reading because it's such a good story. Oh yeah. There's a few uh, panels here while I was just like, wow, this is, this is super cool. Like I, I had this feeling of like, I know what's going to happen next, but I didn't know what happens next because we've seen these stories before. And I don't want to be like, oh, I've seen this story before. It's a bad story. Don't read it. No, this is so good. Um, I'm excited. We, we Yes, 
we've all read those books. We've all watched those shows where, you know, battered wife kills her husband and, and or something weird like that happens where somebody gets hurt and dies and uh, and you got to cover it up. We've seen those. We've heard all those things. There's there's a whole genre of true crime podcasts talking about stuff like that, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yep. but man, this one was so good, so well written. The pacing was on point. Uh, the, the, like there was moments where I felt her anxiety and, and I was like, Oh, don't look in there. And then I was like, Oh, you guys got me. What the heck? So it, it's such a good show. Good stuff. Yeah. I think well, it's going to be a good I show. Also, I also, I want to point out like how cool this is. Cause this is an early, like it's mentions two other stories, but this is an earlier thing from, uh, mm-hmm. Philip Kennedy Johnson, who's doing tons of stuff now. Yeah, I mean, tons of stuff. Uh, recently did Superman. Recently did the new, wrote the Marvel Zombies Resurrection. Mm-hmm. He's now doing the new Alien series for Marvel. So this is a guy who knows what he's writing, and oh, yeah. it's just a phenomenal series that he did here that really just shows how good of a writer he is and why he took off. Yeah, definitely. Um, I I I actually downloaded the trade paperback and just reading this first issue. And now hearing you read the log line of this book, I'm going to keep reading it. And this is going to be my fun yeah. reading for the week now. <laughs> so yeah. I'm I'm excited, man. And to get into this a whole lot deeper, uh, good, strong first issue, very much like a true crime episode of whatever it is you guys want to watch. Like, so cool. And the artist is another artist we you should know by now uh, is the artist who also does uh, Midnight Sky. Okay. So. It's a it's an artist I've kind of fallen for because I love Midnight Sky also, but this uh, this of course came before Midnight Sky, but it's just a fantastic mm-hmm. looking uh, art piece and everything. Just the whole piece this is the entire book is an emotional read, and so this is definitely something I think people should get on and get on now because now that we know oh, it's yeah. in a development, <laughs> I can guarantee you this is going to be one of those emotional shows you're going to want you would watch. So yeah. Be prepared because yeah. the the first issue gives you a lot of emotion, and it only gets more intense from there. Uh, issue one is only fifteen bucks on on uh, scoutcomics.com, and if you want to finish out the series, they're only five to eight bucks each, depending on which issue you you choose. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I will so I will awesome. rant a little bit about uh, not knowing what we knew until now. Uh-huh. That I completely forgot um, earlier this year when, or no, la- early last year when one of the sales went up for one of the Comic Cons and Scout had one of their big sales. Uh-huh. I bought one of their uh, um, uh, collector boxes, the collection box where you can get where it comes, uh, and I bought the big one where it comes with a slab. Okay. And my slab was the variant cover for the first issue for Smoketown. So oh, wow. I'm very happy now, not knowing what I have now stumbled upon <laughs> the wow. fact that I have a. What is going to only get more expensive book. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I suggest going and grabbing. I mean, you're just 15 bucks. Super cool. And a little bit later on in the show, we'll tell you guys a little bit about something here, something juicy here in a second. So we'll, 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 right before we go on our break, I'll tell you guys a little bit about something. But yeah, dude, uh, all in, all in on this one. This was, and, and I, and uh, this one actually kind of sparked something in me, dude. And I told you off air and I was like, I think I'm going to adopt this dude. And I was like, dude, John, I think you and I need to challenge each other to like collect every single issue, at least the first issue of every scout 
book. <laughs> that's again, that's that's a challenge. Um, so uh, grab this one up quick because it it may not be around for any time. I know there's some books already that aren't around on the Scout website that I'm gonna have to really try to search for in order to get every issue of a Scout book. Well, not just that. Some of the as as you're watching, we just saw this get announced last week, and the price of the books uh, book skyrocket is mm-hmm. it's only going to become more of a factor soon where slowly but surely little by little those first issues are going to start becoming very expensive to get that is absolutely true so uh you know what let's move on to the next book absolutely. what do you what do you say we're going to talk about by the horns are you ready for this one yes yes absolutely for this i love this <laughs> all right. series all right let's go ahead and move on to by the horns <laughs> All right, everybody, we're going to be talking about By the Horns. This one was written by Marcuson Nasso and art by Jason Muir. Uh, this one's so cool. We've been waiting for this one for so long, but let me give you guys the log line that they have right here on Previews World. It says, Elodie hates unicorns. For nearly a year, she's dedicated her life to tracking down and killing them all for trampling her husband, Shintaro. Now exiled from her farming village of Wayfarer for selfishly neglecting her duties, Elodie and her half-wolf, half-deer companion, Sajin, search the continent of Solothus for clues to the whereabouts of unicorns. When they discover a lead in the port city of Lycus, their revenge mission suddenly takes a dangerous turn. Whoa. Whoa, what are your first impressions? I know uh, nobody, this one is not out yet. This is in shops February 24th. No, mm-hmm. not not many people have been able to read this yet. We 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 got sent this one last night by Marcus Nasso because we're going to be talking to him later in the show, and we had to know about it. So, number one, without because we can't give away much of anything in this one. We could probably talk a little bit about what was in the ash can. Because hopefully now everybody knows a little bit about that. But yeah, what was I your think, first impression? The bigger, the bigger thing is uh, for me, the, what caught me for this book in the first place was the art. Like the oh, yeah. art for the just the cover alone is such a phenomenal looking uh, character and style. Oh, yeah. Because like I said, they're, I've said this before, their backdrop for it where it has the logo with the by the horns with the snake and the unicorn facing mm-hmm. off. It just is like it feels like a logo for like a a video game almost where it just okay. draws you in. Like that <laughs> yeah. it almost looks like something from a Final Fantasy game. Like oh it's yeah, just it a does. Great style to it. Um, and they've had multiple little things where they've had like little character things. They have like from Scout, they even have like a collection thing where it's like the uh, horn beast, where it's a two horn monster. It's just mm-hmm. the the different things they've done for this book draw you in. Yeah. Yeah, that's not even getting to the fact that once you get into the story and the style of the story, it's a well written like in Mm -hmm. like draws you in for what it is. You can definitely tell that, you know, Marcus and uh, Jason really love this book because the artwork is amazing. Number one, the colors are awesome. Uh, The writing is on point. The, The everything just comes into place here um you guys will definitely love the fantasy love the story the way it develops and unfolds 
Um, it's, it's like almost perfect. And, and I don't, I don't want to say, you know, this would be a, you know, number 10 out of 10 thing because we don't do, you know, we don't grade or, or give pointed points to the books here, but oh man, just by looking at the, at the colors here, like he sent us over a high res, uh, a copy of, of this digital copy of this book. And I looked at it on my surface, dude. Oh man. It looks so gorgeous with the with high res. Awesome. Yeah. It's just, it's just a phenomenal series that I, I, when they first announced it, I was drawn in just because of the, how it looks, looks so good. Yeah. And I mean, at this point, it's another one of the scout titles that just seems to the closer we get to the date, the more and more we're seeing of variant covers. Cause I think mm-hmm. this one has around eight or nine already. Oh, wow. And there's potential for more hitting. That's well, because you automatically have you have a scout one. We have a we have a retailer incentive one and you got the web yeah. store one. Then you got uh, I've seen from Hive Comics uh, uh, caliber uh, just like there's on and on. It's like just it seems like there's one yeah. every week that's like, oh, now we've got a variant. Now we've got a variant. <laughs> and that also says a lot for the series because the more just because they have a cover that's coming out doesn't mean that most stores will pick it up. Yeah. It means these stores are looking at this story and saying like, this is something we can get behind. So we know yeah. we can sell it. Yeah. Fantastic story, dude. Uh, I really wish that we could talk to talk about it in more depth. I wish it was out already so that we can talk about the story because, Oh man, uh, so good. I think we'll just leave that to Marcus on whatever he feels like he can mm-hmm. say, talk about. We'll let him talk about, but uh, yeah, I really love the character development uh, of, of this of Elodi. She's a great, strong uh, lead character here. Um, her her companion Sajin is, is such a cool, cool thing. Uh, I love that she's kind of like this monster demon hunter, this monster hunter, and mm-hmm. uh, so cool. Um, I just want everybody to read this one before you guys get into it. So FOC is already over, so. You guys yes, might have to is wait, over, but you might. But at yeah. the, well, at the same time, uh, don't forget you can get it from the scout store. You can get uh-huh. it, and at this point, if you go to buy the horns, you can see that they have multiple variants. So you can go to multiple yeah. places to get a copy. Might have to pay a little bit more, but yeah. that might be your only way to get it. You could do that. You can hit up your online comic shops, the ones that are doing all those really cool incentive covers. You can go to any of their websites and grab this book and pre-order it. So there are options to grab this book a little bit before you know it hits the shops. Because obviously, number one, FOC is done. You can't get this pre-ordered anymore. But you can wait or you can talk to your shops and hopefully they've already gotten it. But at this point, you are going to have to wait and get it from a shop who already has it pre-ordered for their shop. So um, check it out. I mean, it's not hard to find. Just go to Scout and start searching by the horns. Follow Marcus on 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 the Internet. You'll you'll be able to find uh, find all that stuff there. Got anything else, John? No, I think that's it. I think we'll get way more into what we got with this book once uh, we talk to the creator right now. But All right. So if you guys want, you you guys can head on over to scoutcomics.com, and they have done something amazing for shows on the Geek Collective. And yes, Two Scout Geeks is a part of the Geek Collective podcast network. So if you guys head on over to scoutcomics.com and at checkout, type in the word geek, that's G. E-E-K at checkout and you guys can get 10% off 
all your Scout Comics needs, and you can do that there. I, 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 John has already got his cart full right now. He said he's going to get himself into trouble. I'm telling you guys, he's got his cart full, and he used I'm in trouble because I don't have enough in the account. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same here. I'm going to go downstairs and tell my wife, hey, they gave us a code. Can I grab some stuff? And she's going to give me that look, and I know I'm in trouble. But yep. the way you can't get in trouble is by getting 10% off. You do that. You type in the word geek at checkout, and you can get 10% off. Do it, guys. I guarantee you, you guys will be in for a treat. So head yeah, on over absolutely. to scoutcomics.com right now. Pause the show and do that. So, but before anything else, John, I'm excited about this. We're going to take a break and then we're going to talk to Marcus on about By the Horns. Are you ready? I'm absolutely ready. All right, let's go ahead and take a quick break. While we take this break, go buy something from Scout and get 10% off. We'll see you guys here in a second. Keep putting out books, I cheer. It eats what feeds, it's another gear, there's no doubt. That's what I like about Scout. That's what I like about Scout. All right, and welcome from, back from the break. My name is Joey Galvez, and I am here with John. We have a special guest, and we told you guys before the break that we were going to have somebody awesome on the show. It is creator, co-creator of By the Horns, Marcuson Nasso. How's it going, man? Hey, good. Thanks for having me on, guys. You're welcome. Oh, man. absolutely. I, I feel like I feel like I have to like like say your name a little bit more hardcore, dude, because that's a freaking hardcore name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, there's a whole story behind it, actually. Oh, please tell us. So I'm named after my grandfather, and he's from Indonesia. Oh, or was from Indonesia. Um, but when he was born, they named him uh, Duhalem. But as a kid, he was sick all the time. And uh, so they took him to the medicine man because he lived in this remote village in the jungle. So they didn't have doctors. They had a medicine man. And the medicine man said, the reason your child is sick all the time is because his name is too heavy. So (laughs) they changed it to Marcuson. And then he wasn't sick for a long time. Wow. After that. That's, dude, that's That's, a pretty. That's actually insane story dude (laughs) that's really cool actually (laughs) i wish my name had so much more uh behind it but that's that's pretty awesome that's that's actually pretty metal dude (laughs) (laughs) right yeah well as you can tell from the mug i think that's uh i think that's a given (laughs) yeah and the reason why i bring that up is because (laughs) is because i know i know a little bit about you i know that you are a huge huge metal fan you so much that you have a podcast about it well it's not my podcast though i just want to say uh these guys invited me on which is pretty cool they i they put out a call for people to come on the show because they just want to connect with fans the metalheads it's about maybe a year and a half two years ago wow that went fast and um so i listened to the podcast so i wanted to be on the show and uh they did an interview and talked about my series voracious that came out uh from action lab and then they just kept inviting me back, and then I became a member of the podcast, which is great because I get to talk about metal every month with the boys. <laughs> that's awesome, dude. That's a hey, sometimes that's how it goes, man. Uh, I was I was a big fan of a podcast before, and and I I was asked to become be be on as a co-host, um, and that's how I got into into podcasting myself because I was kind of dabbling a little bit. 
And now mm-hmm. I've been doing this for like five years, man. So that's that's pretty awesome, dude. So, but we're not here to talk about your podcast. We're here to talk about by the horns, man. So before we get into that, can you please and and John is holding up the ash can right now. Can you tell us uh, my this? my my signed ash? There can. you go. Be because this is one of my most hyped series that's coming from Scout and has been when it was first announced by Scout. So I've been following along with this for a while now because now that it's finally coming out, it's just amazing to finally see come and uh, people get behind it. So what was like your like what came to how did this story come to be for you? Um, I always wanted to do a fantasy story. I really like fantasy. And um, after we did Voracious, um, I wanted to move in a different genre. Mm -hmm. And I always had this idea. Uh, about horns, the magic capabilities of horns. Cause I love that movie legend. Have you guys seen that Tom oh, Cruise? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So I love that. I love that they take the horn off, but I just, they didn't do enough with it. So I thought, well, what would I do with a unicorn if I could rip the horns off? And so that's where it kind of started. And then just built the series from there and it became a lot wow. more than that, but. Right. Well, dude, why why do you have why do you have such a negative feelings towards unicorns? These beautiful <laughs> creatures, these beautiful magical creatures. Why? <laughs> you know, the, the thing with unicorns is um, they don't do a lot. <laughs> I think that's what they're magic. They're supposed to be really powerful and magic, but they're also very elusive. Like that's the legend mm-hmm. of it, not just in our book, but the legend of unicorns. And I just wanted to see more of a story where they do something you know i love the Mm. last unicorn the animated series that came out i think it was the Mm. 80s um but you know other than that you don't really see that much unicorn action so i'm like i want to do a story that kind of delves into something a little bit deeper and more action oriented for unicorns because i've never seen that and that you did man (laughs) like we got to read a a press release copy of this which is not even out yet no and and but man what a great first issue. Uh, super, super cool. Uh, John, I know you got so much I've to got, talk about yeah. this because this is one of your favorites the, right now. The the big thing that like first drew me to this book was uh, a lot of like the, like the art to go, like, uh, especially with the ash can, the, the little part right here, that logo. Mm-hmm. And then the uh, horn hunter symbol, like just the, the stuff you have to go along with it. Like just the, the little like symbols and stuff you've made for the book have been like, so like attachable and like everything. Like, I've loved that. And like, um, even now we're watching as like the variants are get, uh, being announced, more are getting announced. Um, uh, you had the one for Hive Comics, the metal one they just announced was like a couple hundred pieces is already down to five. Oh, it's wow. just crazy to see like how it's selling and everything. But I guess the one I want to talk about the most, because I pre-ordered it, and this has to fall back, I guess, to your love for metal is the vinyl record. Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, we have a record out right now. You can, you can pick it up uh, at skull fracture records.com. Uh, um, it's on Bandcamp, but if you go to that website, you can find it there. Um, yeah. We got three different vinyl colors of it. It's by Arctic sleep, who is a great doom metal band. Um, they kind of straddle a line, I think between rock and doom metal and um, Keith D, who's the mastermind behind that, he's been on the Metalheads podcast. In fact, he even does our little breaks in between segments because he's got this really awesome. deep baritone voice. 
So he does yeah. these really funny cuts <laughs> in between uh, our segments for the Metalheads podcast. And um, he read Voracious, my uh, first comic series, and he just loved that. And um, he just, we just started talking and wanted to do a collaboration. And I've always wanted to merge the worlds. When I do a comic book, even with Voracious, I want it to be an event because I don't know if it's going to be the last comic I ever do. You know, I just don't know. I want to treat it like, you know, I feel very lucky that I get to do comic books and, and I want it to be something special. And so um, my love of metal um, and I love Keith D. He's just a really great guy. And he was totally on board. I was like, listen, I was thinking about doing a split for this comic book with you and another band. He's like, oh, I totally would do that. And he wrote a song and then I just decided, I think maybe you should do both songs. And um, I came up with the titles for the songs. He asked me to do that. And then he wrote it based on the book, the lyrics and everything, the emotional content of the music. So I think it really, you know, it's two songs um, and it's just a great little soundtrack mm-hmm. for By the Horns. I think it fits perfectly with yeah. the tone of the series. Yeah. So does that mean that we should listen to this album as we read by the horns? Yeah, man, I think so. I think you can definitely. I I do. I do. I think that's what I've loved so far with this series is it feels like with, especially like the advertising and just like the, the, where it's going, it feels like people are connecting with it because it feels like it's expanding. Like just even some of the artists take on the characters and everything have been so different, but so like, so impactful it seems like the series is hitting them in their art because uh i guess my biggest question because it's a very strong female character you've drawn or have created that her story's just fun and everything but uh what what brought her about because i think that's the thing i've attached to most with this book is like i just love her character oh thank you um yeah so like i said it started off with that idea for the horns but of course you have to create a good lead character and I just had the idea of, hey, here's somebody who's going to hate unicorns, you know, because you're going to rip the horns off, right? They're not usually going to give them to you willingly. So I had to create a character who's going to do that. And then, you know, this backstory came up with her. And I like to explore the idea of loss and how it affects characters. I, I did it in Voracious. And this is kind of like the flip side of the coin. Because in Voracious, we had a character named Nate Wilner who was very passive. He didn't want to do anything. He wanted to forget uh, the losses that he had suffered. And this book, By the Horns, Elodie, she wants to do everything she can uh, to get revenge and to try to make it better uh, in her mind and her life. Even though, of course, you know, doing something like that can't bring the person back or can't make you feel better. But she doesn't, it doesn't matter to her, you know, she, that's what mm-hmm. she needs to do in order to move on. And, um, you know, I, her character, when I'm writing her, you know, a lot of people who have read the, the series before it's come out, uh, the first few issues, they really identify with that too, where you feel like you have to go and do something, anything to take away that, that pain. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's what people really like about it. It's something that anybody can really uh, relate to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I love the character design for Elodie and, and especially for the town folk and all that stuff. But there is a character design, multiple character designs that I really need to know about, man. Okay. And it's some of these monsters that you talk about here. 
uh, how number one, how did you come up with these these monsters? And because <laughs> there's some crazy, crazy. There, there's a freaking dragon whale. Like that's awesome. <laughs> number one. So I want to know. I, I want to know kind of a little bit of a backstory of of each of these character these characters in here of these monsters and how you came up with them. Yeah, the monsters just popped up in my head. I, I want it for the dragon whale. Um, that's something I wanted something big and, and menacing and just ridiculous and different to fly down while she's fighting some other monsters. And um, so that just kind of popped in my head. What, what's big? A, a whale. Oh, well, it's got to be fantasy-esque. What if it's a dragon whale? So, you know, <laughs> that's how it happens. Um, in the book, uh, when people read it, there's a travel map that we do. And uh, it shows different monsters that are in it. And that was Jason's idea. He really wanted to do this travel map. He's like, oh, I like love drawing monsters. I like Magic the Gathering and, and all these different creatures. And I was like, all right, I'll just start coming up with monsters. So every issue, I just think, all right, here's the, here's the territory. Here's the landscape. What, what would be there? What kind of monster would be there? And what would I mix it with to make it some kind of a fantasy element? And that's how a lot of them come up. Uh, to me and it's fun like you see in the first issue we came up with some cool monsters but as the series goes along especially in the travel map which i think comes into play every other issue it gets more and more in depth like the descriptions for the monsters her little journal writing about the monsters she encounters gets more and more in depth and more playful and um the idea of these monsters and what populates the world is really fun to me it's it's like it's world building because if you know the creatures that are there and what people are facing then you kind of get a sense of what the entire continent of solithus is is like and so that's been really fun to do um the the wizards that come into it later are all based on wind gods from different uh mythologies so you only get a little tease of that in the first issue, so I won't go too depth into that. But um, those are all based on um, myth, and that was really fun to play with as well. I think I think one of my favorite characters, just because I I think uh, it's it's had a few renditions in some of the covers, is um um because I, I uh, is the uh, is he a fox? I want to say like the the shopkeeper. Oh no, he's a he's a, a red panda. A his red panda. Oh, okay. Name's Harry Panda. <laughs> his name's Harry Panda. Gary. Oh, Gary Panda. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I love I love his uh his it it just felt different for the the all the other designs and everything. I really mm-hmm. loved him, just because he felt like that character that kind of offset everything, where it's got like that kind of like monster esque stuff, and then you just have him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, I like it. I mean, we have a lot of uh, anthropomorphic characters. It's mostly anthropomorphic characters. Which is another thing I wanted to do, just because you don't see that that much. Sure, you see anthropomorphic characters, but not usually this to this degree in a fantasy action book. Um, but yeah, Gary Panda is great. Jason actually drew a cover of Gary Panda. It's almost like an advertisement for his magic shop. And uh, so I don't know if it's going to end up someplace, but it is, it is a great, great cover. I would hope so. I mean, at this point, I feel like there's enough places that would want to cover for this because it seems to be selling out most of the places right now. Yeah, you know, a lot of these covers that come up, it's the shops that have have contacted artists that they want to draw, excuse me, by the horns, you know, that's not even us. They're like, we just really like this book and we want to put out an exclusive. 
So we've done, Jason's done uh, multiple covers and we have a lot of friends who wanted to contribute covers. So we have quite a few and not of all, all of them have homes yet. And we may use them for the other issues uh, as well. But um, but yeah, it's just fun. We just, we really, when Jason and I started a series, we put everything we have into it, man. Like it's, it's everything to us. Like uh, when he's drawing, you, you notice he's like highly detailed with his backgrounds and, and Andre just like spends so much time on the colors. And, you know, um, we just, it, it's not, this is like everything to us, this comic book. So, you know, it's our heart, our soul, you know? That's awesome. So with, without giving anything away, and that may, may be a little too hard here, but but can you give us like a little insight of what we're going to see from this story? Uh, well, I mean, so well for people, people haven't even read the first issue. So the first issue, it's really the last unicorn meets Kill Bill. It's a sci-fi fantasy action series about a hunter named Elodie. She wants to kill all the unicorns on the continent of Solithus for trampling her husband. Uh, but the problem is that it's impossible to find unicorns. So Elodie just starts killing, murdering anything out there with a horn in frustration. Um, unfortunately, all that monster hunting affects her standing uh, in her farming village of Wayfair where she lives. And she gets exiled. And uh, she heads out with her telepathic half-wolf, half-deer friend, Sajin, who is, who is one of my favorite characters to write, actually. Mm -hmm. And uh, they try to go track down unicorns to get revenge, but then they end up discovering that there's a bigger threat out there than mm -hmm. unicorns. And you, you, you'll you see that uh, creep in in the very first issue, and then it kind of really takes off mm -hmm. from there. Um, and like I mentioned, there's these wizards that uh, are doing something to the continent that uh, that's going to take priority for our, for our heroes. So the series is really it. about stabbing monsters yeah. and wizards, <laughs> but, but it's also about a woman who has to decide who it's more important, you know, getting mm -hmm. selfish revenge, mm -hmm. you know, on unicorns at all costs, or is it standing up for the larger community and stopping a massive threat yeah. to the continent? And you don't yeah. really know which way it's going to go. You know, the very first page you know, it looks pretty dire. So, you you know, you don't know what she's going to choose. She's very motivated by revenge. And um, that's, that's the story. You know, it's, can she be affected by the events that are happening mm -hmm. uh, where she lives? Can she be affected by the characters that she encounters, you know, or is her, yeah. is her destiny just to kill everything? You know, some of my favorite stories are, are the ones where, you know, there's a little bit of human condition in there, right? And, and I mean, I think probably most of them. And I love that you say, you know, she starts off, you know, wanting and the biggest thing in her life in the in the first issue is these killer, quote unquote, unicorns. Mm -hmm. And then she goes out into the world where the world's obviously a bigger place when you, you know, step out of your comfort zone. And then you see something that is much more dire than killing some unicorns. I think that we all kind of have that little bit piece of that, that in our lives when we have to actually step outside of our comfort zone and actually face these bigger, you know, uh, uh, trials or tribulations in our lives. So I, I think that kind of definitely is goes along with the human condition and how we have, we, uh, you know, uh, you know, 
face that head on. And I love those stories. Yeah, cool, man. Yeah, you know, and a lot, a lot of it is informed by the world today, too, because it, community, getting along with others when you have differences is, is something that mm-hmm. all, our nation is really struggling with here in America. So, yeah. I mean, um, that that factored into it a little bit. You know, it's not mm-hmm. a preachy comic. It's not a political comic, but it, it's about characters. It's about feelings. It's, it's about, mm-hmm. you know, being able to get along with people. Or creatures in our case. <laughs> I, I think awesome. for me, the one thing I want to add is I think what I need uh, for a merchandise thing for a t-shirt, because mm-hmm. how the fur, how the ash can, because that's not giving away thing, how the ash can ends is uh, the, her fight scene yelling your soup. So I think I need a you're a soup shirt just because I, think, I loved that, that like segment in the, in the ash can, how it, which is your soup, your soup. Yeah. Yeah. I think we have that t-shirt up at scout. Do you? I did yeah, not notice scout, that. Scout uh, puts up merchandise to order and they yeah. did it right away. As soon as the book was uh, announced. Oh yeah. There's a lot that's, of merchandise for this one. I remember awesome, that man. much. So I believe that shirt is up because Jason did the designs for it. And I remember talking to him like, if you're going to do it, you have to put, the dialogue in there because that's what makes it Mm -hmm. you know it's it's not it's not on scout's website but i'm definitely going to message them about that because i would love that (laughs) okay because you i I want that shirt now too yeah yeah, because i I just i just loved that the how the ash can ended like that it just like i had so many imageries in my head of just like the fun that that is like just the statement alone of like your soup it was just so fun like i loved how that's how the ash can ended Yeah, the ash can's tough to do, man, because you have to decide which pages you're going to put in without yeah. giving everything away, but also giving part of the story. Yeah. It's only, I think it was eight pages, maybe. So I, th- I think so. Yeah. I think we did a pretty good job, but man, we went back and forth on what we should do. And originally we were going to get more pages. And then Scott was like, oh, we're going to keep it to eight. I'm like, all right, well, here's what we can do. And even that double page spread, you know, in the comic book, it's it's two pages. In the Ashcan, mm-hmm. we we just flipped it horizontally so we could fit it in. Right. Uh, but that's cool. Like you get something a little bit different in the Ashcan than you will in the first issue. Fantastic, fantastic. Well, we appreciate you hanging out with us right here, man. Uh, please let everybody know where they can find this book, when they can grab it, and all that good stuff. Let them know where they can find you on social media if you would like them to know. Yeah, the book comes out February 24th, uh, issue one. Um, you can follow us on at By the Horns Comic on all social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, I have a website, marcasan.com, M-A-R-K-I-S-A-N. Um, lots of information on there. Um, I'm at uh, Darth San on Twitter and Darth Marcuson on Instagram. Um and uh, we post a lot of uh, stuff on there about these covers that we talked about. Jason does art previews all the time on his websites and, and we repost them. Um, so lots of cool content on there and you'll get to find out about a lot of cool exclusives like uh, the record that we put out, uh, mm. skullfracturerecords.com. And then we've got some more really cool exclusives uh, coming up that I'm dying to uh, talk about, but. Uh, pretty soon because it's uh, a little more than a month before the the launch of the book fantastic man we appreciate you uh this i gotta say one last time 
This book is gorgeous to look at and even better to read. Like you guys will not be disappointed. Uh, super cool. One of our, one of the ones that we've been waiting for for quite some time since it was announced. Uh, we've been looking forward to this one and we are glad that we are talking about it right here on Two Scout Geeks. John, will you please see us out of the show? And remember, Scout is what it's all about. Scout's what it's all about. Scout's what it's all about.